Hello, Russell Brand here. I'm so, I'm so excited to share some of my conversation with Michael Mead that I said show. That's what's happened. Michael Mead's an American storyteller, author, scholar of mythology, anthropology, and psychology, founder and director of Mosaic Moral Cultural Foundation. What he basically is, is a man that really understands myths, and here he is telling us a mythic story and about how it relates to our time. If you want to listen to all this thing, you've got to get yourself on Luminary, luminarypodcasts.com. You can get a subscription where the, all of my podcasts, as well as Karamo's podcast, Lena Dunham's podcast, are all held for little as two ninety nine a month with their annual plan, plus a seven-day free trial gets started. So here are some of your uh, comments from the Brittany Kaiser episode. Did you enjoy the Brittany Kaiser episode, Jingo? Yeah, she was great. She was really interesting and brilliant and informative. And did you do a good job of putting it together and putting the clips out and promoting it and that? Yeah. Well, I did I think, so. I think I did? Well, I just assume sometimes that you won't have done. <laughs> Songwriter of Real Issues says says to us all, Thank you for this podcast. I'm 24 from Australia. Listening to this made me feel angry. And it sounded very scary about how power and control is used to get information. Thank you at your own data for speaking out. That's good, isn't it? Jackie Mar 42 love this podcast. Wow, thanks. Always wondered how this worked. Very spooky. It was very educational and informative to talk to Brittany Kaiser, talking about big data, talking about the corruption of powerful uh, Silicon Valley and beyond uh, tech giants. And her own obvious involvement with Cambridge Analytica and what she learned about election manipulation, the manufacture of consent, pretty good stuff. Rewire Your Relationship said, best interview. The doco was also excellent. People don't seem to care, though. It's like, oh, well, if all they want to do is sell me stuff, that's okay. People clearly still don't understand the enormity of what it means. Keep going, Russell Brand. This info needs to get out there to the masses where we're trying our level best. Greek girl Nahar. Love her. She took the big wigs on by the balls and squeezed the F out of them. I don't like the idea of a, a big wig with balls. Do you? A big, curly, perhaps Brian May wig and then just coming underneath it a <laughs> pair of balls. Do you like that, Jen? No. Nor do I. And the last thing I'd do would be to grab it. Squeeze. Huh? Sleazy. She said squeeze, didn't she? Yeah, she did say squeeze. Because to squeeze the balls, <laughs> there's an erotic undertone to that, I would argue. I thought argue. it was more aggressive than erotic. Kick them in the balls or thump them. It needs to be more of a strike. Because the early part of the squeeze of these big wigs' balls, <laughs> I would say they might rather like. Don't you say, would you agree? I guess it depends on... Depends on the individual big wig. <laughs> Some big wig might not like it. Some big wig will like it. We'll never really truly know because it's a... Constructed bigwig, isn't it, Jen? <laughs> hey, do you want some personal promo? Here's some. Sign up to my mailing list at russellbrand.com and you should because there's some exciting things coming. There's a live performance that's already sold out. But there's also... I'm going to be doing some online shows and I'm doing some interesting meditation things coming up and maybe even some live retreats. So there's, you've got to get on that russellbrand.com and when the emails come by, Jove, you best watch them. It's normally like a video of me telling you stuff. Also, check out my YouTube video uh, channel for more spiritual videos. They're spiritual, these videos are. And clips from the podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get notified. Look, just do what you want. And also, you know, social media, follow me on that. Okay, but now let's get into this Michael Mead episode because I, I, it was absolutely fascinating, compelling. It was a recommendation from Andrew Garfield. If you're listening, Andrew, I care for you. I love you. Thank you for this recommendation. 
Jen, don't raise your ridiculous eyebrows even further up behind your mad fringe that you've been cutting yourself What's wrong with it? in bird. preparation to your Swiss excursion. No, no. Because <laughs> no, I no. couldn't see. You couldn't see? And then I was tired, so now it's, I missed a bit. Oh, you've missed a bit of fringe. You're a fiasco. That's a fiasco of a fringe. And when people talk about a lunatic fringe, Jen, <laughs> no. it's normally a political reference, not a haircut. Pretty well funny. Done. <laughs> yeah, pretty funny, pretty funny. I could use that with a heckler, couldn't I? Or an audience If they had member. a fringe. Well, yes, Jen. <laughs> yes, if they had a fringe. I can't just say it to someone who's got curtains or a party or a bald spot, can I? It will play. It simply will play. But now let's listen to Michael Mead, a man who unlocks deep mysteries through his understanding of mythology, anthropology, human psyche, and by sharing his own suffering. Let's get into it. Trying to achieve equality with the annihilation of category is not no, a successful that, route. Yes, that's, that's, that's exactly right. We're in this era where it turns out we were never the boss. It doesn't look like an ideology. What's beneath the surface of people we admire, of the ideas that define our time, the history we are told? And welcome to Russell Brand. Under the skin. Sir, is there a story that uh, occurs to you to tell us now that seems... Uh, appropriate. So if I have to pick one story for the condition we're in in the world, which for me begins with the climate crisis, which is involving everything and everybody and all beings on the earth. And then if you drop down, you have the coronavirus pandemic, which is the humanitarian crisis that affects all people, or it can. And then here in the United States, when you drop down, you drop into the social justice crisis and Black Lives Matter. And those things are all connected and they're all happening at the same time, along with the crisis of truth and untruth and all that stuff. So how do you get a story to relate to that? So here's a Native American story told by several tribes in North America. It's pretty brief. It begins with the idea that there's a cave. And inside that cave is all the knowledge that everybody's been looking for, but somehow no one goes to that cave. There's all kinds of roads and highways and everybody going back and forth 24 hours a day and no one finds that cave. But if you found the cave, inside the cave, there's an old woman and she's weaving a garment and she'd been weaving it for a long time and it's the most beautiful garment anyone has ever seen and she's down to the hem of the garment and she wants to weave that out of porcupine quills and in order to weave the quills in she has to bite down on them and she's been biting down on quills for so long she's worn her teeth down to the gums but still she keeps biting down and weaving on and every once in a while she has to go to the back of the cave where there's an ancient fire and hanging over that a cauldron and in the cauldron are the seeds of all the plants and all the trees and all the fruits and all the grains and if she doesn't once in a while stir the cauldron all the seeds will burn and there won't be any plants and there won't be any grains or any flowers or any trees and so she gets up and because she's old and working so hard she moves slowly back towards the cauldron and as she goes back towards the cauldron the black dog, what black dog? The black dog goes over to where the garment is laying, waiting for her to return. And the black dog sees a loose thread and it pulls on the thread and it keeps pulling until it unravels the entire garment. And the old woman comes back and she looks at the garment of beauty, now turned into chaos, all disentangled. And for a moment, she doesn't do anything. 
Then she sits down and she sees a loose thread and she picks up the thread and starts to weave. And as soon as she starts to weave, she gets an even more beautiful vision of the garment. And this is going to be an even more beautiful garment than the one before. And she's on her way weaving. So when they tell the story, the elders say, this is a story to understand what's happening now. And then someone will say, damn that black dog. If it wasn't for the black dog, she would have finished the garment and it would have been perfect. And the elders say, the word perfect means over and done. It's connected to death. Be thankful for what unravels the world because the world unravels only to be rewoven out of threads. And then I say, we're like that old woman looking at the chaos that the world has become. And it isn't our job to fix it all or to kind of collapse into fear and worry. Uh, it's our job to pick up a thread like she does. And now I switch to oh. an Irish myth, which says when the world falls apart, the pieces are laying in the margins, and our job is to pick up a piece from the margin and pull it back to the middle. And if everyone just brings their thread forward, we can reweave the garment of the world out of our individual threads, and no one has to be a hero. We all just have to be dedicated to weaving. Oh, wow. That's such a cool story. That's really beautifully told. I really, really love that. And also, it feels like that when you use arcane communication systems and images like that, it reaches beyond our discrete, distinguishing and distant cultures. Me over here in England, you over there, presumably in California, I guess. And like certain like it brings us it brings us together like the black dog has a meaning that goes beyond the words black and the words dog uh, and the idea of the cave and the woman when you said that thing and the fire is at the back of the cave it made me think of um, you know the big bang singularity a point of unity that contains all necessary information and data the sort of femininity of the elder seems important the cave I suppose from what I know of Jung means going into the unconscious mind being willing to drop beyond my own individual identity the, I suppose as well the black dog you know that brings about the chaos is part of us my understanding again from Jungian analysis that when trying to understand myth or dreams to look at each component as an aspect how held within the individual does is that part of the is that fair analysis that's a good analysis um, and and the simple little story has the three great movements of life on earth, which is to say creation, um, sustaining, that's what the fire and the seeds are about, sustaining nature and sustaining culture and nature connection, and then dissolution before it starts over again. So in mythology, the world can't end. The story of the given time can end, but the end, the word end doesn't mean finito, goodbye, all over. The word end is like loose end. And it means the remnant. And from the loose end, as in the story, the world starts again. The old woman is a woman who weaves the world. You're right. It's a reference to the uh, mythological feminine, which is the source of all weaving, weaving and everything that's woven together, including the, the web of nature and all that is considered to be feminine in a lot of myths. It's also, there's a reference to Plato's cave in there. Um, and then the origin of art is deep in the caves of the earth, 
where they found the oldest pieces of art in cave paintings, which were actually part of the ritual of initiation where the young people were brought down inside the earth. We are the children of the earth. And they were brought in the dark. And then the ones who were the elders or the, whatever they are, the initiators, the mentors, suddenly light torches and all the young people see the cave with all the animals and the spirits painted. And now they've been brought into the other world, the underworld, the background world. And as you say, Jung's idea of the unconscious. And, and the unconscious is where everything we're needing to solve our problems is waiting to be found. So the cave references all that. I hope you enjoyed that. Now, if you want to hear the rest of it, and I recommend you do, go to luminarypodcasts.com. It's fascinating stuff. Well worth the subscription. Well worth getting good, proper, curated, ad-free content.